And welcome to the very first episode of the Pure Nintendo Podcast. My name is Roger. Along with me is my friend and co-host. I have Gemma. Hello. Hi, Roger. How are you? I'm well. Uh, how exciting is this? It's very exciting. This is super exciting. It's yes, our first it's a, podcast. It's been a long time coming, I'd say. And, and yeah, looking forward to doing these weekly or thereabouts and getting getting ourselves out there into the into the world of pure nintendo and getting pure nintendo out into the world let's say <laughs> i love how you said uh weekly and eh, maybe, maybe weekly <laughs> well that's that's the that's the aim isn't it <laughs> you might be like uh oh, roger after this first episode i don't i don't think i want to be on the podcast anymore <laughs> like i think we have chemistry but let's just see how we go <laughs> No, let's, uh-huh. let's shoot for the stars, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Uh, before we go into, uh, well, we have a lot to cover, actually, this week. We have we do. Um, we have gaming news. We have things we'll talk about the magazine, in the magazine, things we like. Uh, we have some Sonic talk this week, uh, games that we're playing. Um, before we get into all that, though, we should probably tell our listeners, if you're not familiar with Pure Nintendo, first of all, who we are and what Pure Nintendo is. So I'm going to let you start, Gemma, because you've been at Pure Nintendo a lot longer than I have. So I'll let you start. Sure. Well, yeah, I've been with Pure Nintendo for about eight years now. So I've been writing news and reviews um, during that time and loving every minute of it. It's, uh, it's a really great website that is founded by Justin. So if you're familiar with our other podcasts that we do periodically, the Coopercast that we were doing last year, um, you would have heard Justin's lovely voice. Um, so yeah, we are pure Nintendo. So we are purely Nintendo-based uh, site and magazine. And that's the other half of it. So the website is, is kind of our bread and butter. But behind the scenes, what we do is we want to bring print back. And we have a digital magazine that we run every every other month and also looking for subscribers to join our print printed edition, which is super exciting. In fact, that's how I got into Pure Nintendo. I was a subscriber back in the day. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, which was, I loved it. And they, uh, if you can't tell from my accent, I am from Australia. <laughs> so other side of the world to I couldn't Roger. tell. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know, the secret's out. So. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I used to get the editions uh, mailed to me every other month which was super exciting in, in the world of not much gaming magazines these days as you know mm-hmm. um, and then they wanted someone in Australia to cover some news and that, I put my hand up on Twitter yes please sent in a sample and yeah rest is history as they say so yeah love writing reviews I do the cover I do the uh, character profile every edition of the magazine which is a favorite and whatever other articles come my way but yeah it's it's super great we have a really good team of about and i've forgotten and justin did tell me this the other day i think you were there maybe you can remember was it like 15 i think it was 12 to 15 yeah Yeah. Yeah. 12 to 15 writers from across the world mostly in the u.s um yeah but it's 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 just a it's a love it's a it's a it's a hobby but it's a passion i'd say yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, absolutely Uh, and um do you know how, and I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot here because you may not know the answer to this, but how long, <laughs> okay. how long has Pure Nintendo 
been around? That is a good question. And I wanted to open up with that when you first <laughs> brought this in. And I'm like, I should have looked into that longer than 2014 when I joined. Wow. <laughs> Let's say that. Okay. I'd say, I, I think it's around uh, 2008 or nine, I want to say. Okay. So yeah, Justin will, will know for sure. <laughs> Justin will listen yeah. to this podcast and be like, oh my God. No, <laughs> it's like 2002. <laughs> yeah, what were you guys thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a while, a while, yeah. Uh, and you also are an editor at Pure Nintendo. Yes, yes. Yep, I love to. So I'm sorry it. already to tell you the truth. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, no, we're, it's a great team. We all contribute to each other's work. So there's a, there's a peer review kind of process that we go through. And yeah, I love writing. It's kind of always been a thing of... I've adored since I was a kid. I used to write short stories and all sorts of things. Nice. And review, yeah, getting into reviews was was kind of new for me back in 2014. But yeah, it's so much fun. You are very good at it too, by the way. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's super fun. It's amazing after after I didn't even know. I wanted to look up before the show how many reviews I've actually done. uh, and I'll find out for next week. How about that? And it's amazing how you can still think of interesting ways to describe a game after you've described 100 games but it's <laughs> yeah super fun yeah. and yeah editing yeah. it's it's uh I do love it it's probably my mom's fault because she was she was very good at English and um used to correct me all the time so, <laughs> you know it's kind of in ingrained in me <laughs> I try not to annoy people with it at least <laughs> no I, I I actually really appreciate the fact that you uh when you pick up my reviews like you do a really good job with editing so I appreciate that thanks Roger yeah well I love your reviews how did Mm. you come to us because you've been here a little while now yeah I think uh I don't maybe coming up almost a year almost not quite not quite no I think it'll be November October 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 was the first review I wrote for pure Nintendo uh how did I come? So uh, how did I get here? I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now uh, you're on the spot. <laughs> yeah, no, I am on the spot. Uh, no, I I saw a posting on Twitter um, and uh, there was a posting saying, hey, we're looking for writers for Pure Nintendo. Um, so at the time, uh, I was taking a break from... Um, uh, from my other show, my other podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was like, I want, I still want to do reviews, uh, and such. Um, so I, I responded to the post and, uh, and I submitted some of my writings and they brought me on as a, like associate writer, I think. Is that what, right? right? Is that the, yeah. And then sure. <laughs> shortly, I forget what the title was. It was something like that. And then, and then shortly after that, uh, Trav, our, our um, editor, reached out to me and said, hey, you should check out the site and look at the staff. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm on staff. So uh, <laughs> nice. that was very exciting for me. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really happy to be part of this family because everybody's really nice. And um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's really true, definitely. And um, 
yeah, in terms of gaming itself, um, and I, I love the name Pure Nintendo because it describes me pretty well. I am pure about my Nintendo gaming. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, I think I asked you that. I right? Like, what are the game systems yeah. do you have? And you're like, I, just Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> just Nintendo. Yeah, which is kind of a bit of a rarity, I suppose. But anyway, now I've got my Switch. I've got my 3DS and my Wii U all still plugged in. Mostly wow. it's just Switch gaming, gaming these days, but. Yeah, I have had every console, um, except the Virtual Boy, let's say. No, I, didn't, I don't think that, that didn't make it to Australia. So <laughs> I wasn't privy to that one. But, For probably so good reason. One. Yeah, I was in Japan uh, a couple of years ago, to oh, nice. 2019. Wow. And I found, I found this amazing shop just full of games, like old school games from Super Nintendo mostly, but everything and they had a virtual boy a playable virtual boy and i was i was beside myself in fact i think i posted a picture on the pure instagram so check that out um yeah it was it was kind of like because you know you read about it you you hear about it and to actually play it was kind of like a dream come true didn't get i didn't get the headaches everyone talked about but i did only play it for a short time but it was just like whoa this thing exists and i love that this was invented what was it that 90s early 90s I want yeah, to say yeah way before it's time honestly yeah. which I <laughs> yeah. think uh, des- describes Nintendo pretty well overall I think <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny I I remember playing a virtual boy in a Walmart and cool. thinking I'm not buying this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was definitely it's uh quirky <laughs> it is quirky for sure yeah. another word that can sometimes describe nintendo <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. exactly it's funny that you say that because uh i'm actually working on the cover story for their next issue of the magazine and i i may bring up some <laughs> <laughs> i look forward to reading that <laughs> I, I would look forward to finishing writing it <laughs> well, Gemma, so a little bit else. I, I want, we had a couple of questions here about mm-hmm. who we are. Um, so you raised said you're from Australia, which is obvious. Um, <laughs> what <ain't> is, <laughs> Sorry, it's so cliched, but I feel it is like very I'm cliche. Sure. I know. Like, uh, what, are, what are some of your favorite games or consoles that, you, that you've played? My all-time favorite is definitely the Super Nintendo. That was just the one I spent the most time with as a kid. Um, yeah, we just sort of grew up playing the likes of Mario Kart and Super Mario World and The Legend of Zelda. And that's where my love of a lot of those franchises really began. So that's my, yeah, classic favorite. I've got the SNES Mini. Um, you know, I replay the games on the uh, online, the Switch Online. And you can never get enough Super Mario World. Oh my gosh, I played so much of that game. Mm. So I have to say that's my favorite game just because <laughs> just have so many good memories of that. Finding out all those secrets, um, unlocking all those secret doors and um, getting to the, what was it? Was it 90, I should remember this. There was like 92 completable levels, I think, but a lot of them mm. were secret levels. And I, yeah, it was just so much fun to do that. And I just replayed it again and again. And same with Mario Kart, I'd say that's, I'm not a, I'm not really a sports gamer. Like I'm, I'm terrible at racing games, um, but when Mario is involved, it seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at Mario Kart. 
not too bad. I think I, I beat you, didn't I? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that is setting the bar really low though. If you're like you beat me to <laughs> Thanks. No, no, I mean that's I, that's I a believe... knock on me. That's a knock on me. Oh. Well, I believe Justin was was the one who beat all of us. So Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely the best. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're like yeah. I, I beat you and I'm like yeah but I'm not good Gemma so. <laughs> that's not saying much but that's yeah I did much. I um I did love my 3ds though I have to say I uh I kind of miss the days of the of the DS and the 3ds because I used to take that thing with me everywhere and my switch I love my switch but I don't take it with me most of the time like I wouldn't take it to you know on a commute to the to work or something it's just a little bit too big so yeah yeah i do play it like i play it in handheld mode you know on the couch which i would have done with the wii u as well but the ds the 3ds just were with me it was like you know stuck to my hip kind of thing it was always there so i love that console there's a lot of there's a lot to love honestly but yeah definitely super nintendo all-time favorite in fact i did want to tell you this quick story which is um being a pure nintendo like someone who had or has all the consoles I somehow made the, the silly mistake of selling my Super Nintendo. <gasps> I don't even know. I don't even know how it happened. So I have all the consoles. I have every one of them, but some of them are at my mom's place. But um, I don't own a Super Nintendo. I, I think what happened was we had um, a garage sale, which I think maybe you call a, a yard sale. Yeah, we call them garage sales it, too, though. Okay, cool. We had a garage sale and... It wasn't for sale. It was not <gasps> on display. And someone asked, someone said, do you have a Super Nintendo? I'm like, yeah, I do actually. And I sold it to this <gasps> random person. And I think I sold it for like $100. It was oh, nothing. No. I'm like, why did I do that? What is wrong with me? Oh, no. <laughs> so, How old yes. were you? How old were you? I mean, maybe uh, I shouldn't ask that question. <laughs> I mean, this was post Super Nintendo days. So this wasn't in the 90s. This was... okay. So uh, like it was like 2000 years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was probably around 2005 or something like that. Okay. So you're old enough to know yeah. better. That's Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I should have known better. So Yeah. I'm just thinking I'm like if you're like 12 and you're like, I have a Super Nintendo over here, do you yeah. want to buy this? <laughs> yeah. I still would have been disappointed with myself. But no, I was old enough to know. <laughs> yeah, so that's my sad story. My oh, that favorite is really sad. Yes. Yeah. So you so you haven't got another one since? No, just oh. the, the mini. If that, that doesn't really count, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't really count. I should, oh. but yeah, I think they're a bit expensive these days. Aren't they? Do you still have games? Do you still have games for them? I don't know because I had a lot of games. Mm. I'm not sure if they went. I can't remember if I sold all of them. Probably mm. I did because why would I keep the games? <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember. I'm pretty sure I still have a US copy of. Chrono Trigger. Oh, really? And Final Fantasy 2 or 3, whichever one that big one was. Um, because they didn't come out in Australia and I had to oh. order them off eBay. They were eBay purchases. Wait, so and is your Nintendo, but your Nintendo couldn't play those, could they? I had a converter. So oh, I you could. did? Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I had a few, uh, let's, let's say, add ons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I won't go into details. No, <laughs> doesn't care anymore. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You are a hardcore Nintendo fan. Wow. 
Yes, thank you. I, I don't know, I could, there's, there's one exception to the rule, which may tie in better to a discussion about Sonic. Okay. So whether you want me to talk about that now or wait till we are talking about Sonic. We'll talk about that. Talk about Sonic now. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to sure. that, so. Okay. Uh, very cool. Um, so for me, uh, so obviously I'm from the US. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> that's not obvious uh i'm from wisconsin actually in the united states um and my favorite console and game for nintendo i would have to say probably the super nintendo as well although the switch i don't know it's just really hard general because like <laughs> i have a lot of fun it memories tough. it is tough uh i have a lot of fun memories of the super nintendo and of the wii as well um, mm -hmm. not that, well, the Wii is kind of old now, but not that I, I mean, I was old when I got it, um, an older, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and then the switch, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would say from a gaming perspective, the switch actually might have taken over right now. Right. Um, That's cool. That's yeah, cool. Cause you're not yeah. kind of too blinded by the past and that kind of nostalgic factor which I have to take into account maybe it is that I don't know <laughs> like I don't know I did play like like Secret of Mana was just you know brilliant and yeah there were just so many awesome games that came out on that system but then there are brilliant games on the Switch as well so yeah yeah, yeah see because I think of games like Hades like when I think of like my favorite games of all time I'm like Oh boy, like there's a lot of really good Nintendo games, but then like Hades comes out on a Switch and I'm like, oh, that's really, really, really good game. Um, but yeah, I don't, oh boy, I would have, well, actually it's now, now we're going to go nostalgic actually. Oh, this is really hard. This, these are hard questions. I thought this would be easy, but this is actually hard. Um, it's deceptively simple. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would have to say probably my favorite game due to memory or due to like nostalgic reasons is Super Castlevania. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was good. I did enjoy that. Um, I recently was a guest on uh, a podcast called Magecast where we talked about the history of Castlevania and then Super Castlevania specifically. So I went back and played that game and it's been 15 years since I played this, Gemma. So it's been a really long time. And I was like, oh, the jumping mechanics are terrible on this game. <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it didn't feel as good. Like it didn't, the memory did not match. <laughs> it didn't. What you, yeah. Wow, it didn't. interesting. Um, but I but the reason that I would say it's one of my favorite games because, and I, and I talk about this on that Magecast too, but I'll tell our listeners here, is um, when I, uh, so <laughs> this is going to age me. So it came out in <laughs> 92 or 93. So I think, I, I don't remember. I think 92-ish. I think I got it in 93 and I was 15 right. at the time. Uh, and uh, my friend and I, we're going to beat Dracula at midnight on Halloween. That was our plan. <laughs> uh, so we bought classic. all, yeah, classic, right? So we bought all this Mountain Dew and Doritos as you would to fight Dracula, <laughs> you know? 
and uh we didn't know how long it was going to take us so we beat dracula we started at like eight o'clock and we beat him at like 10 30 and we were like oh that that was anticlimactic (laughs) uh so then we waited until midnight and just kind of like sat around and hung out and played other games and then at midnight we're like oh let's put in the code to go fight dracula so then we went to go fight dracula at midnight so that's cool. I like that. I really do. <laughs> That's, yeah, I love that, actually. That's very cool. Yeah. I would be interested to know others, other interesting kind of gaming tradition, not traditions necessarily, but gaming that ties in with a real life tradition, mm. like a, you know, Halloween or Christmas or whatever. Like That's cool. I've never really done the only thing I've come even remotely close to is the desire to play Mario Kart on my birthday. Like it's my birthday playing Mario Kart. Got everyone jump online. Let's play Mario. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, it's fun. They don't let me win though. But still. Oh, <laughs> well, Gemma, if you play I against me, you'll, <laughs> you'll beat me every time. If you want to make yourself feel good about uh, about yourself on your birthday, play me. It's uh, okay. Thank you. It's a little daunting when you know your younger brother or your nephew starts beating you. <laughs> And you're like, I've been playing this for a long time. Like, uh-huh. I had a Super Nintendo. <laughs> you know, actually, I had that that same experience when um, this past past summer, my nephew who lives in Poland uh, was visiting, and he's like, "Let's play some Mario Kart, Uncle Roger." And I was like, "Yeah, heck yeah!" And he like <laughs> whooped my butt, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'm old." Yeah. I feel like when my dad when I played like <laughs> Tetris against him or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the difference true. is my yeah. dad wasn't a gamer and I was. So um Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's funny. It's uh, uh, sad but true. Yeah. It is. Uh well let's uh let's go on then. Um and uh I guess let's move on to our gaming news. Um sure. And this section we call, Have You Heard? So this is a section where we talk about the gaming news when it comes to Nintendo stuff. Um, And we decided that each of us would pick one article uh, each week and talk about or one news topic, I should say. So I'll let you start, Mm -hmm. Gemma. What did you find? What have you heard? This is, and this is the other thing, you know, finding one thing is very difficult because there's a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm Denard and I went for one. It's actually, it's from last week. So it's not super new, but it's one that I was really excited about. And that is Nintendo's purchase of an animation studio. Oh yeah. Pictures. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So I thought this was really cool. I was really, I don't know, um, surprised, but delighted, I guess you could say. I mean, we all know that Nintendo's working on uh, working with Illumination Studios, the, the creators of Minions, the Minion mm. movies, mm-hmm. to make the Mario movie, which I think is uh, was meant to be out this year. I think it's delayed till next year, as as a lot of movies are. Um, so that in itself is exciting. Like I'm pretty excited about a, a good animated Mario movie. But knowing that uh, Nintendo is actually so interested in animation that they've purchased a whole studio, I think that's that's really cool. So I, I believe it's um, the deal is sealed in October of this year. And of course, Nintendo is always very tight-lipped about these things. They haven't exactly said what they're going to do with the studio. 
but we do know that the studio was responsible for the Pikmin shorts. Did you manage to watch? No, those? I didn't. No, okay. They were really good. So we, I'm a bit of a Pikmin fan. I do like the Pikmin games. I got into Pikmin a bit late. Um, Pikmin 3 was the Pikmin game that I came into the world of, of these cute little creatures. Um, it's it's a great game, but the anime. But you know, talking about news here. Sorry, I'm going to sidetrack myself. Get distracted <laughs> <Not> easily. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so Pikmin. If you haven't checked out the Pikmin shorts, you can do so on YouTube. They are available. They're really good. They're like ten minute. There's three episodes, I think, and they're about ten minutes long. And they're 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 pri- they're really well done. I think um, Miyamoto himself was involved in those. Okay. okay. So it's cool to know that this studio and they've done other stuff too. They've done. Uh, other animations i think there was a final fantasy related thing not obviously for nintendo or something else so they've done they've, they've done a lot of work in the animation sort of world and i'm really excited i i don't know it's easy to speculate as to what this could mean right mm-hmm. like but they're renaming it to nintendo pictures so dynamo That's pictures become nintendo pictures which sounds pretty cool yeah I mean, yeah like i said speculation you know, <laughs> you can you can just imagine. I think everyone is is kind of keen for like a Zelda animation mm. or or even a live action. I mean, you know, especially in this pandemic world where we're all streaming everything all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like there's that Resident Evil show happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's doing pretty well on Netflix. Um, you could imagine something like a Zelda show or um, you know a Metroid show or you know, so there's there's honestly endless possibilities. So yeah. I'm very excited about that. That's the the news story that I found the most exciting and interesting for this week. Nice. Uh, what did you think? <laughs> what well, did you find? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, I I just wanted to mention about the Zelda when you were talking about Zelda, yeah. and the the cartoon. Sure. Like, did you watch the Zelda cartoon that was part of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? The one that oh, was always aired I... Fridays. Yeah, I caught it. I, I I know I did see it at some point, a little bit of it. It wasn't on a lot here, um, but I do remember because Mario and Luigi were they were actors, right? They yeah, were yeah, yeah. But then they had they, the cartoon. Yeah. Then they had the cartoon after. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't see a lot. I know it is. It's on. Is it on Netflix? It's on something. It was. I don't think it yeah, is it anymore. Was? I think they removed oh, okay. it. Yeah. And I don't think they had the Zelda cartoon. I think they just had the Super Mario right. Brothers Super Show. Um, yeah okay i didn't get to see a lot of that it wasn't um you know pre all this online streaming stuff it wasn't super available in australia nothing much mm. was in the 90s it was pretty <laughs> yeah pretty isolated over here um so no <laughs> i didn't okay. get to see a lot of that yeah well i i hope i mean <laughs> i just had i mean like it's funny to think back to like that cartoon because i feel like it may have been based off of Zelda 2 actually uh ah, which is the least of least popular mm, of the, the least um, popular yeah. yeah yeah and and uh and Zelda and Link had like this like I don't know like this relationship but like antagonistic like love relationship oh. with each other and, okay. and Link would always say well excuse me princess like <laughs> every time it was very funny that but yeah there was familiar is that what that's from? <laughs> yeah, that that is. Uh, there was one episode where, like, he, 
like became like a shadow character or like lost his he didn't lose his shadow but like he like was like a ghost or a spirit and the only the only person that could see him is his true love and it was of course zelda that could see him Mm -hmm. and then she had to like bring him back to life or something like that um so yeah it was i don't know it was it was really cheesy (laughs) uh but you know a kid growing up you know in the you know i think this was like a late 80s early 90s show I was I loved I loved it it was um you know I was like oh my goodness it was always on like right after school and you'd run home and you'd see Captain Lou Albino as 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 (laughs) Mario you know like it was it was great it was was a lot of fun yeah oh no I missed out dang it yeah but well you you had what What did we have Astro Astro Boy Boy. okay you you know Astro Boy right yeah 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 and like Sailor Moon, we had a lot of Japanese okay. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't yeah. miss much. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like one of those cartoons that I watch now. I'm like, eh, eh. same with Captain N, the Game Master. Do you remember that cartoon uh, at all? No, I know of it, but I okay. never saw it. No. Okay. <laughs> like also when you said Metroid, I just thought of like Mother Brain in that cartoon, and she was like, Mother right. Brain will get you. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. Wow, uh, that does not match the voice I had. <laughs> it was like little Richard voice doing Mother Brain. It was like awful. And then Mega wow. Man was like, hey, I'm Mega Man. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this is so bad. And oh and Simon Belmont, my favorite character of all time. Well, Donkey mm-hmm. Kong and him go back, I like back and forth between both of those. Um, but cool. Simon Belmont was like this, this is he was based off of Simon's quest and he was like this cocky like pretty boy type character and I was just like oh this is not Simon Belmont the one not the Simon Belmont I know so yeah okay interesting yeah well speaking of Castlevania or Simon Belmont and animations did Mm. you see Castlevania animation I did yes yes approve of that oh yeah it was great it was amazing really good Yeah. yeah That was really good. Yeah, it was really good. It it really like I liked what they did with um with the story of of Castlevania three basically. Uh and they, you know, I, I like how they made well, I mean they it was it started with Castlevania three, but then it moved into other Castlevanias too, but it um brought in other characters. But um mm. I like how they made Dracula into a sympathetic type character yes that was really good my castlevania lore is not uh complete you could say <laughs> played, <laughs> played various games but yeah i'm not 100 percent across who's who i know simon because castlevania 4 um yeah 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 but definitely the show was it was really well done really well done mm-hmm. indeed yeah so yeah. and that's the kind of stuff that you could see nintendo doing for, yes other franchises yes i think that would work well hmm. um, play market for it yeah the pikmin series because i haven't seen it yet is it like animated or is it like cgi Whoops. like cg uh, it's cg yeah okay. yeah computer okay. generated yeah so it's cg animated yeah okay okay but it's it looks great like it's i don't know if you've seen the games at all but uh, the games actually look terrific. They're they're really well made, um, and it looks like that style. So they okay. they're kind of they're not 
they how do you describe them because they're they're made up creatures so they I was gonna say they look real but they're not <laughs> they're kind of blobby colored plant people so but they look really you know well animated and shiny and 3d I don't know it's it's well made I can say that at least nice. but the world around them looks more or less real so it's not like cartoony world it's more like these little creatures in a real world sort of thing nice yeah it's well done yeah um i'll have to check it out i i do know a little bit of um pikmin i mean i i'll admit i mean i played a, i think i played a little bit of pikmin but i'm not an expert in pikmin so i'll have to check it out it didn't interest me when it first came out it wasn't my genre to yeah be yeah but it is really good it's it's really you know, you can you can you can almost sense Nintendo's. Um, you know, they just have a way of creating these worlds that are entertaining, uh, kind of funny and quirky, but deep as well. So it's got Nintendo written all over it. It's cute, funny, deep, and engaging. Yeah, it's all the all the things nice. and strategic. There's a lot of strategy involved. So yeah, nice. Check it out. I will check it out. <laughs> Um, my news article for this week, um, I, I, I picked out the fact that Mario Strikers Battle League is getting an update. Yes. Uh, adds Daisy, Shy Guy, uh, a knight armor, and then mm-hmm. the stadium of Desert Ruin. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. I'm excited for Daisy to be in the game. Me too. She's like my go-to usually oh really um, yeah like in mario kart any any of those mario party well any mario based game i'm usually daisy so <laughs> to not have her in in uh, in battle league initially was like what no yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah i'm very excited <laughs> i think they announced though that she was going to be a uh, future addition yeah, right i think so yeah um shy guy i think was maybe maybe they announced but i i guess maybe i missed it because i just wasn't expecting that yeah i missed that too i do like shy guy yeah 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 shy guy is fun i mean i have a fond fondness for super mario brothers too because that was the first super mario brothers i beat on my own right hey i yeah that was yeah i find because of it's such a different game to the others in terms of you don't just jump on something and hit it. <laughs> yes. You pick it up and throw it. It's very different. Um, yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's my news. And uh, we've been playing a little bit of Mario Strikers and we're really bad. We have, yes. I wish I could say the, the what happens to me in Mario Kart where I become good <laughs> at driving. I wish I could say that translated into soccer as well, but it does not. <laughs> it's, no. <laughs> I know I'm not good. We played some <laughs> league battles and we were both like, oh, we're getting killed. <laughs> yeah. How are these people so good? These games oh, came out. Like what? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But it was fun. We had a lot of fun it, playing it. Yes. Yeah. It is super fun. Um, we need to get back into it. We need to practice some more. Yeah. We got to get yeah. other people from pure nintendo on our team yes we created our own pure nintendo team and then yes. uh i don't even know what happened the 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 thing finished i think right? <laughs> yes <laughs> what do you call it the league so or the, um, the league yeah the season 
Mm-hmm. Probably another. Oh, has the new one started? Yes. Yeah. Has? Yes. We missed it again. Yes. <laughs> Dang it. All right. <laughs> Next one. We are going to be all over that. So. <laughs> We have to. Uh, but that yes. was the other thing we found. They didn't have our colors, did they? No, so they didn't. In, yeah. Yeah. Pure Nintendo, we are orange and white. They, <laughs> that wasn't a combination we could pick. <laughs> no, I think what color do we pick? Like blue and gray or something? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. I think that's that was the stem of our problems, I think. Is that's that right. We weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had if we had branded colors, we would have been so much better. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and, if, and if there was Daisy. So once we get our colors and Daisy on the field, and she That's right. is orange. That's her color That's anyway. True. So. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. except when she's playing in our team, it'll be blue and gray. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> Maybe she won't be very good. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's move on to our next segment then. And this is the Have You Read? So this is where each of us pick a article from our last issue to discuss. And um, and we should say that our magazine is a bi-monthly magazine. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about issue that came out last, well, the last issue that came out, I should say. Um, yeah, that was issue 61. 61? I believe, yeah. And, and I want to say, when did that come out? June? June, Early I June? think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And it had Mario Strikers, speaking of which, had Mario Strikers on the cover, which looked yes. gorgeous. It sure did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looked fantastic. I'll let you pick. What was your, what's one article that you, uh, well, you want to discuss? I was, I was going to talk about uh, the Let's Talk because this is a regular mm. feature and I, <laughs> I like it. And I think it's topical because, um, <laughs> We talked about E3 in this in this latest issue. Um, <laughs> we said we we talked about what what was our memories and what if there yes. is no E3 because yes. at the time we That's didn't right. know. That's right. E3 of this year had been canned. No E3 2022, um, and that's what we discussed. So the, for for those who haven't um, read the magazine, every issue we have a let's talk section. Each of us contributes a little. Um, kind of a couple of paragraphs on what they think about a particular topic. So this particular topic was the fact that E3 was canceled this year. Should it be returned? Should it be digital only? What did we think about all of that? And we kind of were fine with it, <laughs> I yeah. think mostly. Yeah. Mm. Um, or at least not surprised. I mean, it's been, you know, we're living in COVID times. We know what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a complete surprise. And plus, as we also know, uh, there's a lot of, and this is kind of, it's unrelated to COVID, but COVID has helped it along with everything being digital. I mean, we're already in a digital age, but the fact that a lot of people haven't been able to get together, a lot of events have been digital only. So Mm -hmm. I think the biggest surprise was that there was no digital event this year. There was no, there was nothing. And I mean, as Nintendo fans, we do rely on our Nintendo Directs, which are great and sporadic and random. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. So, yeah, I just thought I'd highlight the fact that this this is a I, I love, though, what I love most about this particular feature in our magazine is that everyone contributes. So we all have our say. And so you can see everyone's opinions. It's, it's kind of like a 
short, sharp way of just saying, this is what I think, this is what I think, this is what I think. And I love that kind of, it's not like it's an argument, but it's a nice little debate sometimes. Like we say, you know, somebody will be really nostalgic about something and somebody will be like, no, I don't like that. But I mean, yeah, as I said, it's topical in terms of the of E3 coming back next year. Yeah. And you and I are hoping to attend if we can. Yeah. So, yeah. So kind of, I mean, I um, I did say I wasn't super disappointed, but mostly because I've never been to one, right? So yeah. E3 for me was always really exciting because in Australia, uh, I had no chance of going to it, but especially before I was a writer for Pure Nintendo, I used to rely on sites like Pure Nintendo to get my news, right? My mm. Nintendo fix. And E3 was like the ultimate news dump of the year in terms of Nintendo stuff. And especially when they were doing presentations there, that was awesome, right? And I'd look forward mm-hmm. to it. And it would be on at a weird time for me. It'd be like 3 a.m. or something. So <laughs> depending, depending how I felt, I'd stay up or I'd catch it the next day. But it was always like a countdown. Like I remember distinctly, like, oh, it's like a week till E3 or oh, E3 starts tomorrow. Like it was exciting. Yeah. It was a real thing. Yeah. So I would like to have that feeling back. I haven't felt that the last few years. Um, and I don't know if that's because it hasn't been, Nintendo doesn't kind of make a big deal about it as much anymore, or if it's because it's been uh, opened up a bit or, you know, the pandemic hasn't helped, I suppose. But yeah, it's kind of made me a bit blase about it. But I, I am excited to have it back and I really want to go. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That w- that's yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like I I I I was like, eh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it doesn't maybe we don't need it now that we have other events and stuff like that. But then when they are like E3 is coming back, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like super super stoked about it. So um yeah, I want to go next year. Uh we talked about that in one of our last like discussions about going to E3 as pure Nintendo. Yeah. So, uh, yes. so yeah, I'm excited. I, yeah. Me too. Definitely. <clears throat> um, so my article that I picked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this, maybe wasn't I the same one, was it? <laughs> it wasn't the same one. It wasn't the same one. No, I feel like this is bad because I feel like this is, I don't mean to sound like egotistical or anything, but I was oh, like. Oh, that's okay. I was going to pick yours too. Was it the oh, interview? No, no. No. Wait, which one did you do? No. I, uh, it was the the... Uh, switching on a budget. Yes. I was going to pick that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm picking switching on the budget just because uh, I like this this like when I mentioned this to other people uh you know I was like hey I'm gonna uh highlight three games that are under ten dollars on a switch and like every time I bring this up to anybody they're like oh my goodness that's great because switch (laughs) games are so expensive and like Mm -hmm. well I mean yeah like Nintendo games are super expensive but there's some really good games on the eShop that are ten dollars or less you know yeah um So yeah, every every issue, my plan is to highlight three games that are ten dollars or less. Um, and I won't I won't talk about all the games that I highlight in this last issue because you should go out and read the issue to see mm-hmm, the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. <laughs> but I, I will talk about one game I I I really liked a lot, and I didn't think I was I mean I didn't know what I was getting in for, uh, and that is <laughs> that's a game called One Night Stand. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Have you played this game? 
No, but I read the article and I, I, I'm looking at it right now because I was, I'm like, you're going to talk about that one. I know it. So. <laughs> uh, Which is cool. Go for it. It, it is. It's, um, so I used to do a, a, a podcast called the Nindy Focus podcast where we just focused on uh, Nintendo indie Ooh. games. And, um, mm-hmm. and every week, one of our guests or one of our hosts, I should say, would pick a game for all, all of us to play. And then we had to discuss. And this was one of the games that was picked. And we all came back the next week. First of all, we, we didn't know what we were getting in for. And the next week we all came in and we're like, this is a really good game. <laughs> and, and so the premise is, uh, if you can't tell, it's, it's, and it's not a game for kids. Um, it's, not, mm-hmm. it's not graphic, but it deals with adult themes. And you have a one night stand with uh, somebody that you met at the bar. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you... I think there's 12 different endings mm-hmm. cool. and, and it's not real long, um, but you, you know, interact with this person. And uh, I will say by the end of my first run with that, cause I played it quite a bit, actually. Uh, I wanted the relationship to work between this person and this girl. Uh, and Ooh. it did not go well uh, no. at the end of my first run. And I will say I felt awful at the end like, <laughs> and, right. and the funny thing is like when we all talked about on the podcast they're all all of us were like actually really connected with the characters yeah. in this game and uh it I don't know it was just it was really well written so cool I love yeah. that yeah I love a game that stands out like that I, I may have one for the next issue if you're looking Ooh. for budget games okay the one I, I yeah am. So. I am <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, we a lot of the reviews we do, we do a lot of those kind of indie games, which mm-hmm. is great. Like, we do the, the first-party stuff as well. But, um, like, we churn through a lot of reviews every month. If Yeah, I can't remember what our latest number is. It's, like, 40 or 50 a month or something. Right? Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, so, yeah. So, if you are looking for games, honestly, check out the website. But I love that we do cover these types of games as well that are smaller but they are, they're like little gems. Like you wouldn't mm-hmm. even know they exist unless someone told you because it's not going to come up in a newsfeed, really. It's not going to come up on your, I don't know, eShop uh, news. Like it's not going to say, hey, you should check out this game because they're always going to talk about Strikers or I don't know, yeah, Xena, Xenoblade Chronicles or something. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, awesome article. Love that. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, check out our site. Uh, PureNintendo.com, by the way. Yeah, that uh, does. <laughs> <it> does <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to games that we're currently playing. Um, and uh, I'll start this. Uh, this yeah, you, you go first. I feel, I feel like I've been starting first. Right? <laughs> so you, you go. <laughs> That's not the reason. I just. No, it's fine. <laughs> Um, so games that I've been playing. So I have been playing a Pico, a Pico, Pico. I think that's how I pronounce it. It's the beekeeping. Uh, oh yeah. Simulator. I did wonder how that was pronounced actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so I reviewed the game. The game review should be on the site, uh, as when this episode releases, um, I gave an 8.5, uh, I really liked it. It's it's uh it is a much deeper simulation than 
first on first glance. Um, they teach you a lot about biology. I will say that because you are, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, the, what's great about this game is that it's just so wide open and you can, it's very like, you can take the game at your own leisure. Um, and, but the core of it is that you are trying to breed bees to bring back uh, pretty much extinct bees back to this island. Cool. And uh, and if you breed bees that have certain traits, they might have like uh, mutation offspring that will create a new bee. And then you try to like get more of those bees and populate. Yeah, it's really, it's really fascinating. Um, but on top of all that, then you are also <laughs> collecting honey, like you're making honey, uh, but you can do anything you want. Like there's so much in this game uh, and it's, it's a simple crafting system uh, similar to like Minecraft in, in some ways. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and you can, I mean, there's so much to explore too. Like that Island is huge and you can build a boat and explore other areas. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, I love the That's game. That's amazing. Though. Yeah. That sounds really good. I do. I've read your review. Um, and yeah, it sounds completely bonkers, but really interesting. Just bonkers mm -hmm. in terms of who thought to create this? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, that. What's that's what makes some games classics, instant classics, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have more games you want to talk about? Or are we just going to do one? No, I'm going to do one. I'll do that one. Okay. Too. All right. Well, I will do. I have a few to choose from, but I'll pick one that also will be online uh, by the time this is posted. This this podcast because it's my latest review, which is called "Long Live the Queen." Oh yeah. Yeah, and it is uh, another, it, it's equally, it took me by surprise, just like this B1 did for you. This is, I gave this one an 8.5 as well. So I really was was impressed with it. It's a, it's a visual novel kind of game. So there's a lot of reading. Well, there's not that much reading. There's, there's a bit of reading, but there's some point and clicky type of elements as well. Mm. But essentially you're a princess, you're 14 years old, your mother, your the queen has has unfortunately passed away, um, and you are to be crowned the queen on your fifteenth birthday. Mm. So the goal is to make it to your fifteenth birthday, essentially. But along the way, <laughs> yeah. to make it to your fifteenth birthday, so like yeah, okay. yeah, so okay. you make it. So death is a big part okay. of this game. Okay, um, you're. Wow. I don't know what you've been doing for fourteen years, but you haven't been learning anything because you're basically starting from scratch and now all of a sudden you have a year to learn everything about being a queen um and so each week it's divided into weeks for this year so each week you can take two classes you can choose there's a whole list it's like 50 different things you can do mm. and what you you kind of level up in these areas it could be like there's like etiquette and um you know uh law like local kind of law and military strategy there's animal handling there's faith like meditation and there's actually magic and sword uh sword handling as well weaponry and stuff like that there's a lot there's heaps of it so they're divided wow. into like five categories yeah wow um and you have to choose and and the thing i loved about this game is so that's that's one part you, you skill up in these areas at the end of each week there's a little bit of story and then depending on what happens in the story depending on what you've been learning it kind of makes the story go one way or the other. So, mm. for example, if you haven't studied poison, you may die of poison because Whoa. you don't know. 
you know, recognize it or something. That's a simple example. But the other cool element, because this is a very strategic game, is that you have a mood. So you have these five mood indicators, like you could be depressed, you could be angry, you could be um, lonely, you could feel lonely. And these all affect how well you learn those things. So huh. if, you're, if you're depressed, you might be really, you could get a bonus point if you do animal handling this week. So you might, mm. you might be better at that. So you skill up faster, which is good. But then you might be worse in something like military strategy, which means when it comes to wartime, you will fail miserably. So mm. yeah, there's a lot of strategy. You got to pick and choose your um, classes each week and then story unfolds and then you either make it through that week or you die. So wow. <laughs> yeah. it's cool. It's really good. And the, there's, a lot, there's a lot of achievements. Like a, you actually kind of collect the deaths along the way. I think there's eight or 10 you collect so you kind of want to die because you want to see all the different endings okay all the deaths yeah wow so it's uh it's fun i really enjoyed it it's uh it was a surprise it's and it's anime style so it's really got a really nice aesthetic yeah Uh, that's what i've been playing (laughs) you know what's funny about that is um so (laughs) i saw that game come up and i reached out to kurt and i was like hey I'll I'll review that game. Yeah, but Did but you? then but then a, an interview uh, opportunity came up, and oh okay, yep. I I switched them. So I was like, I'll do the interview. <laughs> oh wow, okay. I had no idea. I just saw it in the, in the list, and I'm like, that looks kind of fun. I'll give it a go. So <laughs> I took it. <laughs> well, I think if I pick this one up because I mean, it sounds amazing, and it looked. I mean, I just looked at some of the press stuff when when you know when I was oh, yeah. looking at the game. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. uh it looks really cool so uh, i think i'm gonna try that game so yeah and it's super like it's uh it's hard in terms of making it to become queen but it's super easy to play like it's literally just a visual novel with point and click so it's kind of relaxing in that way you kind of just sit there and the, you know the touch screen works perfectly so you can just touch away if you're playing on the handheld or you know using the screen you can just use the buttons but it's really easy to to just navigate which is great cool yes yeah, so- Nice. concentrate on trying to make it through to your 15th birthday so good luck. <laughs> good, good luck <laughs> yeah. nice yeah. uh well let's move on to this the uh i guess this is a section where we're going to talk about what's coming up in the next issue and uh one of the things that we're doing is running some polls right now for sonic mm-hmm. yeah. um so we wanted to have a little bit of a sonic talk uh, and encourage people to uh, engage with the polls as well. Uh, and you can do so, uh, follow us on Twitter at Pure Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gemma, we wanted to talk a little bit about our our experience with Sonic. So like our favorite game was mm-hmm. Sonic. Um, so I am going to let you start. On this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, as I alluded to earlier, um, I am a pure purist when it comes to Nintendo. Uh-huh. However, however, uh-huh. there's always an exception to the mm. rule. Mm. And we did have a Mega Drive. Well, sorry, a Genesis, a Sega Genesis, which we call a Mega Drive in Australia. Uh, sometime in the 90s, our family got ourselves a Genesis simply because we wanted to play Sonic the Hedgehog because everyone wow. was playing Sonic the Hedgehog. And so my dad bought the, the Genesis it sounds weird because it's the Mega Drive to me. <laughs> <laughs> that means nothing to you, probably. So yeah, um, because yeah, I grew up with, with Nintendo, and this is a funny thing 
because I'm sure you remember how it was like Sega versus Nintendo yeah. back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, so it felt odd to have a Genesis in the house, a Sega console, but Sonic was so much fun. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. It was just, you know, it was like Mario, but not like Mario. Like it was mm. different. It was different enough. It wasn't a clone. It was his own thing. Like the speed obviously was his thing. Um, and so it was super fun. So I played Sonic 1 and 2, and I think we had, there was a 3, and I think I don't, I don't think that's as far as I got into the series. Maybe I had the Knuckles one as well. But Sonic 2 was the big one. That was the one that we played a lot of. That was like Tails, and we had the, it was like two players. That was kind of cool. My sister and I could play together. Um, so I have some really good memories of those games. And when the Sonic movies came out, that was really cool to go and see those recently and kind of relive those memories again um so yeah so obviously trev our main review coordinator he just reviewed sonic origins Mm -hmm. uh, which you can check out on the site and i i don't remember his exact score but he he gave it a really good score he loved it right he said it was a really good collection yeah yeah i'm keen to check it out but um in the meantime there's sonic mania which is a few years old now, but uh, like a revitalized kind of new, bringing Sonic back into the, you know, into the world in his old school ways. Because, yeah. you know, Sonic kind of went, he, he kind of drifted off a little bit. He went into 3D worlds and, you know, Mario did that well. I don't know. I don't think Sonic did it as well. So I think Sonic's best in his like 2D element with his spinning, you know, crashing speed driven <laughs> platforming adventures. Um, and so if I have to say my favorite game, it's going to be Sonic 2 just because that was the one I spent the most time with. Nice. But I have picked up Sonic Mania, which I was telling you just before the show. And I really, I haven't tried it yet though, but I've picked it up just recently because of all this Sonic talk lately. Yeah. And I'm really excited to play that. Maybe next week I can, I can talk about that, but yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for Sonic the Hedgehog after all these years. And I, you know, it's, if you grew up in the 90s, you would know this just like you would, Roger. Sonic, Sonic on a Nintendo console. Yeah. You know, that, was, that was just the craziest thing. Yes. When that happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when Sonic and Mario at the Olympics, like when that was first yes. announced, I was like, yes. what? <laughs> so I know weird. These rivals. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. yeah. They shouldn't be like in the same game. No, but now it's kind of normal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, is weird. Uh, it is weird. Well, we'll see what Sonic Frontiers brings from the 3D version of, yeah. of Sonic. So mm. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, <laughs> I was not <laughs> as lucky as owning uh, a Sega Genesis growing up. Okay. Um, uh-huh. My, in fact, in fact, what's funny is the Super Nintendo was the last system my parents bought for me. Right, um, okay. And they mm-hmm. said, this is it. We're not buying you another system. If you want another system, <laughs> like anything else going forward, it has to be, you have to buy it, right? Right, yeah. And um, so I didn't have, I mean, I was, you know, a high schooler. I didn't have a whole lot of money. So, but my friend mm-hmm. owned a Genesis. And uh, I remember going to his house and playing uh, like Altered Beast, and uh, I think he had Sonic too. But you know, I will say, I this is gonna sound terrible. I 
really am not a sonic person. I know, I don't. Right, okay. I'm not a sonic it's, person. I, it's okay. I, I try playing it, Gemma. I just, I can't, I, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just like hitting things <laughs> and like running fast. And I have no idea. Like, I just, I know a lot of people really love Sonic, but like, mm-hmm. I just, I never got into it. I just, I don't know. I, I went back to Mario and kept playing Mario platformers instead. So. Fair enough. Yeah. This is a safe space, but I, <laughs> but also you're not coming back next week. No, honestly, oh. uh, <laughs> no, because Sonic versus Mario. It was always Mario for me. It was never Sonic. Don't get me mm. wrong. I enjoyed the games, but Mario, like I said, my favorite game of all time is Super Mario World. So no contest there. I yeah. love Mario. Platforming games, thanks to Mario, are my favorite genre. I love anytime there's a platforming game up for review, I'm like, yes, I will take that. Mm. And then I'm I'm constantly comparing them, comparing them to Mario, which is probably unfair because it's very tough to beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Sonic is Sonic and I appreciated what he did and it's fun but I will having said that it's been a long time since I played those classic Sonic games so it will be interesting to play the likes of Mania or Origins and see how I feel about it so I'll let you know I'll update you okay okay uh Well, let's move on to our final segment then before we end the show. And this segment, you and I talked about, we should have a segment called Gems Gem, Gems eShop's Gem, Gems eShop Gem. <laughs> yeah, that was your brilliant idea. And I love that. So, so if you can't tell because you're only listening. You can't see the written words, but Gem is spelled with a J. So it's like the gem is spelled the G, so it's like gems, gem. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> so my my gem of the week, I have I had a few options. I meant I mentioned earlier as well before the show we were talking about this. So you don't know what my what my final decision is, but based on what we've been talking about today earlier on, uh, you were talking about Castlevania, and uh-huh. one of my three options uh, was a game called Infernax. Oh yeah. Have you heard of this one? Or you played this oh, one? I read so, your review. Right. Yes. I reviewed this back in February of this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, four five months ago. Really liked it. Really good game. Very retro style, but it just, um, it embraced it. And it just had oodles of Castlevania vibes. Like you, you don't have a whip or anything like that, but it just looks and, and the jumping and everything. I think it was better than Castlevania <laughs> 4, but it was, <laughs> um, this is a game I really enjoyed. So. Yeah, it came out in February. It's on the eShop. It's uh, it's about twenty dollars, I think, but it's well worth it. It's a very deep game. You kind of you can level up as you go, so you can you can uh, you know level up your health and your weaponry, your strength, um, and there's magic as well that you can unlock. There's I think, and it's been a while, but I think there are about six different kind of uh, dungeon areas to explore, and there was a lot of exploration. So you had to really kind of navigate your path through and some areas were blocked until you had the power to get through them. So it was kind of Zelda-esque in that way as well. It was really, it was really well done. I was really, really impressed. It didn't look like much when I picked it up for review, but I'm like, I'm really into this. This is really cool. That's so awesome. if you're a fan, I think, yeah, if you're a fan of Castlevania, like like uh, my friend Roger here, um, I think it's it'll be worth your time. So in Infernax is the game, and you can okay. read the review on PureNintendo.com first if you like. But uh, yeah, it is on the eShop now, and that's my gem of the week. Nice. Yeah, that's actually uh, after reading a review that is on my wish list, and uh, right, yeah. definitely gonna. Yeah, I need to pick that game up because it looks. Yeah. It, it does look good. 
Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up the show here. Then let's uh, how can well let's tell people how they can get a hold of us. Uh, Gemma, how can people follow you on social media? I am at Kajimi, which is K A J I M I. So at Kajimi on Twitter is the best way to get a hold of me. Do you? And we're yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> do you do you, <laughs> do you have an email address? You want me to, is that what you're looking for? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do we, I don't know if we do. Or not. Yeah, I'm, I think it's just Gemma at PureNintendo.com. Okay. So it's okay. J, J-E-M-M-A at PureNintendo.com. Okay, okay, cool. It's my well, uh, email. I was thinking that if people want to email the show and ask questions, that's where yeah. they want to send the email, right? Yeah, that's cool. Definitely. Are you okay with that? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I love getting email. So please, please. <laughs> I don't think we have an email yet for the podcast. That's why I threw that out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. That's all good. Maybe uh, next week. We'll see. <laughs> There's uh, always Twitter as well. So we, we're at Pure Nintendo, like you said. You can DM us on on, uh, on Twitter anytime. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and my handle on Twitter as is at Nintendraj. So you can follow me there on Twitter. You can send me DMs as well. My DMs are open. So you can send me a DM if you have a question about the show or have a question for us um, that you want to ask on the show. Uh, welcome to do that. Uh, yeah. So Gemma, yeah. I think that's it for our first episode. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this podcast this was a lot of fun it's been super fun thank you roger yeah yeah (laughs) well you and i were we were like chatting back and forth and like we should do a podcast together for pre-nintendo so yeah uh, definitely yeah glad that we uh i'm glad we did it that was awesome me too yeah it's been great yeah like i said the cooper cast that we did last year was super fun that was a, a zelda themed kind of thing that we did celebrating the 35th anniversary of Zelda last year. So now this is, it's time to do a regular, a regular thing. And this is our regular thing. So we want your feedback. Let us know. What do you want to hear about? What do you like? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. (laughs) If there's segments you want us to cover, let us know. Um, And I should say like KoopaCast isn't going anywhere. It's, it still exists. We just are doing, you know, because KoopaCast, what I like about KoopaCast, it's evergreen, right? So like, yeah they focus on games and like series of games where pure nintendo podcast is going to be more around uh like what the magazine like is reviewing and covering and and what we cover and stuff so yeah perfect uh and and our plan is to bring other editors and writers on the show as well so Yes, absolutely. We just yeah. got to convince them to get up as early as me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's probably my fault because it's nighttime for me. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll work it out. <laughs> well, again, thank you, Gemma, for, uh, for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Roger, for, yeah, organizing. And listeners, thank you so much for giving us a listen. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. We'd love to hear what I have to say about the show. Uh, and we'll re-review your, uh, we'll review, we'll read your review uh, on the air as well. <laughs> All right. Until Perfect. next week, stay safe and game on. See ya. See ya.
Thank you.